Welcome to the Extreme Makeover You podcast with Lindsay and Daniel Crouch, where we show you how to cultivate success and consistency in the most foundational areas of your life. We are 40-year-old parents to four young boys with 30 years of experience in health and wellness between us. We are reversing the mundane, stuck, inconsistent mindset and behavior that is at war with your highest potential. We're in the best shape of our lives and eager to share the playbook with you. Because let's get real, success, breakthroughs, and leveling up don't just happen by accident. This podcast is for people who want a kick-ass life, and we can't wait to show you how we do it. Now let's go. Hey, you guys. <laughs> that was the Goonies intro. Hey, That's right. you guys. <laughs> we back. <laughs> we are sorry we haven't recorded a podcast in the last week or so, but it's very likely we've had if some you, stuff going on, well, haven't we, Daniel? That's true. And it, it could be likely, too, that you listened to the one yesterday, and then you listened to one today, and... Right. There was they no know time nothing. Gap. That's right. They know nothing. That nothing's been wrong. That's right. Well, guys, we have had some cool, cool stuff coming on, coming our way, and going on. And first of all, we are coming to you from Tulum, Mexico, sitting on our balcony, looking at a jungle of gorgeous green, luscious trees, and we are so excited to share where we are in our heart and our um, gratitude and in a special place on vacation, but still wanting to share this with you guys. So we wanted to record this here. Um, And you know what? It's got me in a good place. Yeah. It's a good view. The imagery is nice. You guys should see Vacation Daniel. (laughs) <laughs> okay, first of all, Vacation Daniel starts the second we get, we leave our house. We get to the airport and he is sunglasses on, airport, airplane, customs, like, you know, all of the stuff. Daniel is ready to relax. I'm ready to make eye contact with one person. One person. I don't want to make eye contact with right anybody else. You. It's so fun. And he has just been having a blast, making everyone laugh like crazy. Oh my gosh, we have laughed so hard on this trip, just with our friends and everything. It's been a blast. And today you you led us through a, a workout, a kettlebell workout at the Jungle Gym, literally on the beach in Tulum. Thank you for doing that. Hey, it's my pleasure. So, okay guys, our big news that we have um, been so excited to share with you guys and have kept quiet, you know, over the last 10 episodes. Um, well, hold on a second. What do you think it is? I know. What do you Drum roll, please. people, our friends, our family Take think some guess. it could it be that we have been incubating this entire time? I think they might know because we did a social media post. <laughs> 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 Just saying. We've been incubating. Good word. One, two, three. We're having baby number five. Come on. Sink out. We are lovingly referring to baby number five as Cinco because not only is this baby number five, our baby is due on 5-5, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, which also happens to be my mother's 
birthday. My beloved late mother's birthday, a date that has been etched on my heart since the beginning of time. And it has always been such a special day for me to celebrate her life, to be thankful for the beautiful woman she was, for her legacy, for the way that she lived, for the way that she loved, to celebrate her and her life. But also it's always been a really hard day where usually I have, you know, tears and grief and sorrow because I miss her and I want to celebrate another year of her life. But she celebrates those birthdays in heaven now. And so never in a million years did I ever think that we would have, you know, a baby, a new life, a new blessing, a new joy, a new gift from God to celebrate the expectation of the arrival to be here earthside with us on that Mm. poetic justice mm. it's beautiful it's a beautiful thing to go to have in your heart planted halfway through because we're officially at eight. well 19 weeks 19 19 weeks, weeks yesterday 19.1 baby and to have that in your heart it's a very you know it's special every every birth every pregnancy is special every single even you know one. what they even each the carry one, their own story and even the ones that don't make it because technically speaking yeah. this would be our Seventh. seventh child. We've had seven pregnancies. Five. This will be the fifth, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And living obviously we have four living boys, two in heaven. But we consider that those two in heaven were legitimate. They're children. Of they're, course. They're, they are know, souls. They're that souls. God exactly. Yeah. And I think that really is the perspective shift that, you know, I, I, I was always kind of aware of this way of thinking, you know, in a spiritual realm, but like living it and believing that we have, this will be our seventh soul to bring to you know into life you know God made us but we were the, the conduits right and and it really does you talk about seven wow seven and what's wild y'all about seven is that when we first got married you know people would say well how many kids do you want and that whole thing and we used to say seven kids we used to say seven children. And if you think about the five and the two, yeah. at this point we'll have seven We'll have children. seven. And think about that just for a second. When we go to heaven, right, we'll be able to, for the first time, meet our two children who we never had a chance to physically meet on earth. And that's, just, that's exciting and that's special. And it's if you incredible. think along those lines, yeah. that's wealth. You get to see your grandparents, you get to see your, your lost loved ones, your friends, your, you know, whoever it may be, and then your, the children that you had while on earth that didn't make it. That's right. Oh. Because we believe that when you go to heaven, you are reunited with absolutely any and all souls that are part of your family, mm -hmm. right? And part of the lineage that God has created through human life to bring mm -hmm. his life into existence. Mm -hmm. And as we get started in this episode, we wanted to, to um, first talk about Genesis 1.28. You know, okay, why? Why are we having another baby, Daniel? <laughs> you know, why is a big family, you know, growing, you know, his will, his way, his calling for how we're supposed to, you know, um, follow his commandments, follow his word, you know, what does that look like? Why is this so special to us? So we thought that we would kind of break that down for you because we have had people say like, you're crazy. Yeah, yeah. Most My people babies, say that. My babies, you're Most crazy, say, you know. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why would you do that? Oh, it's going to cost so much, and you're going to be working until you're dead, and to pay for the college, you know. And so it's expensive, like, and and it's just, it's just, we don't think. We like don't that. think that way about it at all. And, and if you think about it too, not just we, but I mean, think about it from a, a growth mindset. There are obviously going to be obstacles in everything you do in life. Starting a new business, you know, getting married, growing anything, growing anything. There's going to be obstacles for any entrepreneur out there. You know. Life ain't easy. Right. Getting stuff done ain't easy. Of course there's obstacles, but the end result is so worth it. And so you might be inconvenienced at certain times, you might be stressed at certain times, but... You get to choose your stress, right? You get to choose what inconveniences you or what's a joy, what's a blessing, and how you look at it, you know? And I, we honestly receive so many more blessings and beautiful moments and memories and you know joyful times with our children with our family that those outweigh anything that could be a hindrance well, so to speak in people's eyes you it's, know it's an investment and it's also like what is your treasure right if your treasure right. in life is more time for yourself or more stuff or you know, more recreation or whatever. I mean, ours just is sure. right now is, is little people, you know, yeah, having little yeah. people that will grow up and watching and be able to cultivate life and, and, and you know, and, and hone and mm -hmm. create good people in this world to go and populate it and to be more of the good guys. We need more of our team out there in the battlefield, more of our soldiers, so to speak, doing the good stuff on the mm -hmm. daily. Yeah. You know, being nice to people, being kind to people, being good reminders, lifting people up, just being good ministers of, whether they decide to get in the ministry or not, just being good ministers and being good people. That's Who doesn't right. like good people? I like good people. <laughs> and we need more of them, you more know? Good people. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, you know, like, what is your treasure? Is it time for yourself? Is it savings? Is it, you know, being able to leave and, yeah. and go off and, you know, do whatever you want when you want to? You know, that is some people's, hey. you know, goal that sure. makes them happy. Whatever, sure. that is okay if that is what they prefer. That's your but threshold, for us, absolutely. Yes, our treasure is training up, growing up, building up these beautiful, wonderful, kind, giving, servant-hearted children of God who know how to love people well, who know right from wrong, who want to go out and shine his light, who want yes. to work hard, you know, like watching our kids grow and develop into the people that we've always hoped and modeled that they would be, that is yeah. our treasure. And, and I so, think like most parents, you just want to love your children and give them a great life. And we just feel like if we can keep going, if right. we're continuing to be blessed, to God be able to conceive, to do yeah, so. yeah. we're down. We're right. We look at it as a great pleasure, a great privilege. Like, I mean, seriously, right, we've got right. some dear friends who have, you know, have struggled with being able to conceive. And so, like, listen, we know how mm -hmm. you can call it lucky, you can call it, you know, call it blessed, which is what I like to call it. But, you know, we're so thankful to be able to have this and, and really appreciate the opportunity, right? right? Really appreciate oh life goodness. and all the things that have to happen to get to this point. I mean, there's a trillion exchanges of chemical energy and growth to be able to have a baby. Like, it trillions upon trillions. Just, right. You know, every day that baby's got to have just the exact perfect thing happened. And so to, for it to arrive 10 months later is it's a, a miracle. life. I mean, that it is, is a miracle. It is such a blessing. It is such a gift. That's right. And we don't take it for granted. Mm -hmm. We know that many of people's journeys, That's you right. know, um, come from a lot way. other, yeah. yes, 
things to you know take on doesn't go this way and so we are very 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 grateful for that and you know my parents yeah. you know personally you know went through infertility had to adopt first what you know we're blessed to be able to mm -hmm. adopt and we always feared that yeah. that would be our case and the fact that the Lord has turned it around mm -hmm. in such abundance yeah your greatest fear turns into one of your greatest gifts amen to the because I do remember that if I think back full. now it's like well you know my mother died of you know cancer that was in the reproductive area so right I my mother had that's a reproductive cancer yeah. yes. issues that is that gonna befall me right and how you know what a again a spiritual uh, conclusive answer here yeah. obviously not it is not a thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand but it will not come near and you he makes and, all yeah. things new he makes all things new those things that are closest and nearest and dearest mm -hmm. to your heart I mm -hmm. believe God is so tender and loves us so well and just so sweet to us that he really wants to take care of us in those ways. Some people and may not have that same desire correct, or propensity to correct. have children. That's fine. We're that's not, not their story yeah, or that's whatever. That's totally cool, but right. it's just kind of funny in yeah. our scenario how the thing that we thought would be maybe the, the, the like the biggest obstacle or the right. Achilles heel turned out to be nothing. Look at the rainbow on your hand right mm -hmm. now from the refraction of the light on the, the glass, jungle into the beautiful. God's promise. There you go. A symbol of God's promise. Mm -hmm. Literally. Genesis 9.13. Okay, well, speaking of Genesis, Genesis 1.28. Daniel, would you like to read that for Absolutely, us? Absolutely, which okay. actually, it's Genesis 1.27 okay. that starts it, and this is to give you some perspective. So, and Elohim created man in his own image. In the image of Elohim created he him. Male and female created he them. And Elohim blessed them, and Elohim said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living creature that creeps on the earth. Bam. Made in the image of God. In the image of God. That's incredible. Like That's bring incredible. Little, little, little divine souls. Well, they say you're not a person having a spiritual experience. You're a right. spirit, spirit having uh -huh. a physical experience. Exactly, exactly. And you know what it says, you know, right here in his word is, you know, be fruitful and multiply, you know, in his... Take dominion. Take dominion. You know, in the original first book of the Bible, yeah. you know, uh, we have, he's telling us to be fruitful and multiply. And something I think is a really beautiful thing that we kind of touched on earlier is that, you know, God could have populated the earth himself. He can do that with a yeah, breath, right. with, with this snap, snap you know, anything, anything. He could have populated the earth on his own. But here's the thing, guys, is he called us to be in co-partnering, co-laboring, you know, working with him that he wanted to bring life through us. What a gift, what a joy. So he has given us the opportunity to bring heaven down to earth, you know, to be the vessels of his yeah, children. Yeah. And we consider that an ultimate gift and joy. Every time we bring one of his children down to earth, it is a spiritual growth oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. every I single mean, day a, as you love this child it is you know experience no yeah like it's, you're you're bringing an intangible you know you're bringing a feeling loves a feeling and you're bringing a feeling into existence I mean, it, like on so many different life levels long feeling yeah. it's a lifelong Manif it's about manifesting you know your right you know, your love for each other you know Correct. manifests into a living breathing tangible that organism he himself puts breath yeah. into he is the only thing that can give anything breath, right? So he mm -hmm. breathes breath into that child, 
breath into that life. He has a plan and a story. Exactly, and a desire for that, for that individual to go to have and, a connection with him. Yes, <laughs> and to be able to go and to actually do work as well. He's Amen. got a job for everybody. That's right. And everyone has value. Yeah. Everyone has value. That's the, right. The you know the infirmed and the elderly and everybody in between. Every baby has a purpose and a role and an you know and an occupation. This world, he says, I've given you this beautiful world. Good. You have to subdue it though. Right, you have to manage. You have to own it. You have to take be dominion. Be in partnership. Exactly. You have to show up and do the work. And you do the do. work. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and uh, so yeah. there's yeah. work to be done. That's right. And he needs us to do that with him and for him. Because um, I mean, listen, overpopulation or underpopulation is a thing in yeah. the United States of America right now. There is a you know Elon Musk calls it a cliff where literally we're going to run out of people to do the work that it requ is required to run a country. And people say, oh, well, technology is going to make it where you're not going to have to do anything. And, you know, I mean, we'll see, you know. But I still think that you're going to need people and good people at that to be good voters, you know. And if we have an agenda that we think is, you know, important to deliver, right, we're going to need votes to do this stuff. And so... It is so important, right, to realize that there is a, you know, not only is it a, it's not just a selfish thing, Lindsay and Daniel, like the, the United States of America needs more people. And so if, you know, there's, I think the figure is 30, 50% of the women under 30 are not having children. They're choosing not to have children, mm. you know, and for whatever reason, you know, hey, listen, you want to have a job, you want to have a career, you want to have a whatever, that's fine. But like, there is a need for yeah, human bodies, there's a need for you know? And, you know, we as believers also know that we need light. You know, we need additional, you know, warriors and mighty men and women who are carrying, you know, the cross yeah, and the name, yeah. the name of Jesus. You know that, you know, they because are going out there and, and, and sharing the good news. You know, we need those soldiers too. Totally. And people are always like, you know, you, you kind of like think back to the, the, the old, light. Well, the, the ladies like in the name of Jesus. You know, and it's like it's not just like a thing you say. The name is oh, actually. It's, it's actually the likeness in the likeness of Yeshua Jesus yeah, like yeah. so it's like you do need people to go ahead and be that people and if you think about it what if you took the the, the lightiest person of all your network right everybody has a network and the, 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 just the, the most bright star in your network and you took that away your life would be different you know so that's what again the thing is to introduce this light in to you know populate or to light up to illuminate all the different pockets of yes. the world because think about it what if there was no Daniel? What if there were no Lindsay? You know what I mean? Like, our networks, our families, most importantly, like, would it be? You know? Yeah, we wouldn't be. We here. wouldn't be. Right, we wouldn't would be. Change. The people that we've had uh, and held and our groups and connections and networks and family and all that wouldn't, our, our, you know, it wouldn't be. And so you yeah, have to think precious, about how yeah. powerful yeah. each person for the Lord is yeah. in you know, has a calling upon their life, totally. you know, so it's a big thing. He doesn't thing. create garbage. Like That's everything right. he creates That's is right. beautiful, no matter what your perspective is. That's right. Um, so, Daniel, let's talk about your family history, your family lineage, your generational story. Where did, you know, where did the heart for a big family come from for you? So I, my grandparents, Charles Casperson and his wife, Donia, had 14 kids in, I want to say 14 to 16 years, literally a child a year for 14 years. So 
you think to yourself, what in the, did they own a farm? They did not own a farm. Right. As a matter of fact, they put all 14 kids through private schools. That's 156 years of private school. Not only did they not own a farm, they basically lived in almost downtown Houston and yeah. a very normal um, house, yeah. a two-story house with three or four bedrooms, yeah. not outfitted for 14 kids. Right. Let's be honest, what, two or three bathrooms? Like, they were in a, like, like they didn't have yeah. what you would think it takes to have oh, 14 no, kids. No. They it was, did it on a, in, a, in a really real life way. And there was a level of humility that I noticed growing up amidst all these people. Now imagine Christmas or Thanksgiving. Imagine, you know, a legitimate family holiday. and You might have 70 people all related to each other in the house. Oh, in yeah. my grandparents' in one house. house. 14 times, you know, you got the twos, 28 plus the kids. So a lots of people, and yeah. it was so beautiful to go in, like, you talk a party, like, so many people there that you could, you know, every different flavor of the rainbow as far as personality goes. Right. And it was just a really rich, vibrant, energy-filled experience. But yeah. what was so cool, you guys, is that when Daniel and I first started dating and I started coming to Christmases and we're engaged and we're having our first Christmases together, we would go to Houston for Christmas because Gran would host Christmas Eve mass service at her house and the priest came to the Caspersons yeah. because the family, the congregation was already built in. Like you could host your own church service at your grandmother's house. I think and I always hit, thought that was like yeah, once you hit like 60 you people, you, they're like, yeah. oh, we'll come to you. you <laughs> we'll know? come to yeah. you. I mean, an at-home church service for the Catholics, it was so big. Y'all, I mean, I remember something like 90, 95 people being there at times. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because they all had many children. And these 14 kids, you guys, grew up to be loving, well-mannered, well- Wholesome people. Wholesome yeah, They all had their, people. you know, listen, they weren't perfect by any means, no, but they but were all, there were no ax murderers, <laughs> and there were, you know, they were just really nice, yeah. wholesome people, and I had a good relationship with all of them, but just think about the Beautiful, level, kind, the level souls. of the love that you have from right. a, a, you know, you have your primary, you know, your mom and your dad, you have your secondary, you have your, you know, grandparents, maybe third is the, the aunts and uncles. It's a, such a big net. And right. it was just normal for me. I had this, it wasn't abnormal. Like my So many aunts and uncles, so yeah. many cousins, so many. And it showed me too what, and, and I was. Y'all grew up together. Oh yeah. Cousins yeah, yeah. who grew up together. Y'all did fond like memories. together. Every year I would see right. them, boom, all these different cousins. Right. And, and my grandfather was, was, it was an interesting man because he was, uh, he was very, very disciplined, obviously, and <laughs> to have that kind of a life, have that many souls to manage, but he was disciplined and he was um, very, very fit. He was very fit. Right. He was, took it very seriously. Yeah, and he, he had a lot of vitality. Healthy, fit, vitality. You know, yeah. and he was kind of like a great boss. You know, he was tough when he needed to be and he could be intimidating, but he was also loving and he was all the things. And so I just saw that as the sign of just like, not power for a, a negative connotation, but power for like, this man is just virile and has just like all this extra energy. And I'm like, there must be some correlation there. I love that. Well, you had a model yeah. of the type of man, father, that you would want to be and model yourself after. And how cool is that? That, you know, your dad was, you know, similar, you know, Papa yeah. similar, you know, um, Charlie, Charlie similarly, yeah. Papa Charlie similar, Papa you know, Papa, yeah. Papa, yeah, exactly. That you had, you were like, he's a great, yeah, he's a great, he took care of his family. He did. It's a know? great yeah. uh, role model and a great 
landmark that I looked at early on in life. And it just, I just thought to myself, I never set out to say, I want to have a ton of kids. I just thought that's really cool what he did. And it just so happens that- It made an impression. It made an impression. It made an and, impression. You know, we're having five kids, not having 14. So, no, exactly. I mean, There's a we'll big have, difference yeah. there. <laughs> we're like 35 percent of still takes the what he, yeah. you know, what they did. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're not saying we're them by any means, but I love, love, love because some people grow up with like a fear of a big yeah. family, or that's not something that is attractive to them, or they yeah. just didn't see it. It's unknown. It's right. unfamiliar. So I love that you had that family well, history. I see how good it could be. Yeah. Right? It could have been bad the other way. It could have been good. It was good, and so I was able to see like it can also work out that's right you can work out I love that and I on the opposite right came from this small 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 family my mother had passed away so it was just my dad and my brother and myself and my brother was five years older than me is five years older than me and so you know we were never in the same stage of life at the same time right in middle school or high school or whatever and so a lot of the time it was just me and my dad yeah and so I longed for a big family. Mm -hmm. I am such a community person. I love people, time with people, memories, adventures. You know, like I love that more than anything. Yeah. And I longed for it growing mm -hmm. up for that long time. And so that's what I sought. And then when you and I got together and you're like, yep, my mom's one of 14 and this is my family. I was like, Lord, you were so sweet to me. Not only do I want my own to create that for our nuclear family, but I married into it right away. Mm -hmm. You were open-minded to it. My desire and longing to always fill my home, be surrounded by people, yeah. all of that was also fulfilled, right? And so, and wow, what a dream come what true. What a dream And you have to just re sit here and just kind of stand back at the awe of, of Yahweh, God, who is, I was, I am, I will be forever, who just is still so present in our lives and is making this stuff happen. Yep. Lindsay longs for a big family. Lindsay's getting a big family. And right. the, the, the point of that story, story is that the desire upon, you know, a longing fulfilled is sweet to the soul. And That's whatever right. the desire is on your heart, like if you ask, seek, and knock, and you petition regularly, it's going to happen. That's right. Could Look at it happening. We're just a living I example. Could not agree you know, more. Lindsay, what over did the course I do? of 30 years. I asked, I seeked, I knocked, and I stayed in faith, and I stayed in closeness, walking with him as much as I could. Was I perfect? Absolutely not. Were there times I was less active in my faith? Well, sure, right? But the Lord always had my heart and soul, and I just continued to allow him to lead my life. And y'all, dreams come true. And look what happened. Here you go. And we talked about one of our former and episodes. And everyone has access to that life. Totally. And, and we, we talked in one of the earlier episodes about obedience equals blessings. You know what I mean? And yes. I really think, too, that Amen. Lindsay doing a lot of the things that are logical, but yet also ordained from God to do, she does them, and she does them, and, and they, they bring a reward, you know? They bring rewards They bring a reward. Everyone. Because Amen. he wants life. He wants yeah. growth. He wants... He wants you to have the same feelings that we have for our children, you know, so you have that concept of love and you can, then you can, you've got to create it and you can share that, mm -hmm. you know, with that, that concept with other people in your lives and love them like you would your own children. There's yeah. also one more main point that you and I were talking about that, you know, at the end of our lives, Daniel, when you and I grow old and we are, we plan on being on a very healthy, vibrant, longevity route for a long time. But when you do think about slowing down, having grandkids, stuff like that, 
we want to continue to be surrounded by a lot of love and a lot of family and a lot of togetherness and so you know we know that our children will stay close we know that our children we're, we're building you know this tribe and this community so that you and I can also have more family in our latter years of life you An know investment I yes I heard this sweet man at the salon the other day when I was getting the boys haircuts talking to his stylist and he said you know growing up we had a big family but now you know just you know my daughter moved away and I don't see my grandkids much and it just broke my heart a little bit you yeah. know that that fullness that obviously he right. felt at one point right. in his life he's not ending his latter well, years with and that's a currency too I yeah mean, you know money is a currency uh, you're social status is a currency, your your family around you is a currency, and it really does impact you later on in your life when you're less, you know, um, impressed by shiny things. And right. the true organic Just, things yeah. really begin to, you know, become more precious. And you've got that at the end of your life, but it does start now. You have to kind of set your clothes out the night before, so to speak, you know, to have 100%. that big family at the end of your life. 100%. To be surrounded by people mm -hmm. at the end you got to surround yourself mm -hmm. by people you start at the beginning. before that right yeah. yeah that seed don't grow overnight uh -huh. you know you got to uh -huh. plant that garden like we always talk about yeah. and this is part of our garden and we want to I will say this just I want to throw this one thing out there I yeah. remember my mom when she was growing up what was it like Donnie well it was a lot of sharing and a lot of closeness yeah. and a lot of humility developed from that and so I see in our children right now the three older boys even with you know the baby Judah, Judah. they love him so much, they and they have their him. hearts. Have, it's important to remember this because it, as the boys were getting older, I was noticing they were becoming more like little boys, and they were you know fighting and doing all the things that maybe traditional American Western children do. But when we brought the, when the baby came along, they humbled themselves, and now their level of kindness and joy and enthusiasm and love and just because they help gushing. take care yeah. of him, they gush over him, they gush right. over yeah. their yeah. little baby brother, and that is just tilling the soil of their hearts on the daily. Their hearts are Creating not hard. Creating patience, yes. tilling their hearts, I love that. Creating patience, creating kindness, joy, forgiveness, self-control, forgiveness. I mean, so many fruits service. of the spirit, yes. Service, service, service to a little person that can't yes. help themselves and so you take them. And if we're telling them guys, service we want to you to grow up. Yep. Because they yep. help us when we ask. We want Service to, to one another as a yes. tribe, knowing that they're doing their part. It has been worth it, on a f even on a financial point of view. It's the, the, the lessons that these boys have learned have been so worth it to, um, and any extra costs of having an extra baby. You know what I mean? Their right. service, like we just said 19 times, yeah. has been it's so a big increased. One. Yeah, when you really serve are. others, yeah. what type of other growth oh. factors does that come with? And it's practice of being a good person. Yes. You just practice, Humility, practice, practice. Kindness, mm -hmm. love, and so we're setting, gentleness. We're, we're, we're kind of putting up the obstacle course, so to speak, for their lives. And when they run through this course, which is their life, which has babies in it, which has even more babies in it now, they're going to have to slow down and do things that are a little bit different. They have to care for people that are younger than them yeah. and, and, and not capable of caring for themselves, which is then going to treat them later on in life. They have such a good experience taking care of people that can't take care of themselves. I love it. And it also brings an awareness, mm -hmm. an awareness of others. I mean, that baby is much different than they are as nine, seven, and five-year-olds. So they're aware. Empathy. That's different. Empathy, exactly. When the baby, when they, when the baby cries, or if they right. you know, accidentally step on his hand, or right. accidentally drop right. him, or whatever, they feel so bad. Yeah, and it, hurts so their it hurts hearts. their little hearts. Yeah, and it t it's tuning their hearts to be yep. very soft soil in touch with yeah. other people's feelings. That's right. And one thing I'll say too is, people have said of Shepherd, 
he's going to be an amazing dad one day. The way that he shows up to help us and really cares for Judah, you yeah. know, and in a way Noah, of like and, his and, own and ownership. Asher as they well, all I do, but it. Shepherd is right. the eldest. He's, he's always the, the oldest, oldest yeah. and so he really just kind of he's the, he's the first to give the most responsibility. Mm-hmm. When I when I need something done that's like important, yeah. hey, for him, I'm hey Shepherd, number one guy right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. He's got the most tools in his tool belt right now. Right. He's the oldest kid. Aside from driving, but you know, it's also going to help them be good parents. Yes. You know, good fathers. Yes one day so that's why y'all we're, we're excited and we are choosing to continue to grow our family and then come on it's not our choice it's his you yeah. know thank you father god right. this blessing comes from you and not us and we give you all glory honor and praise and i'm standing on my balcony mm. with daniel arms literally raised in the air as we are surrounded by his beautiful creation knowing that this is his spiritual world his spiritual life existence realm it is all goodness from God and you know we just continue to want to flood the earth with good things Mm -hmm. anything and everything that comes from us will always be to benefit Mm -hmm. him to benefit others all glory and honor all glory and honor um, to God to people you know we are we want to serve humanity we want to bless people Mm -hmm. his children through our children we want to bless his family through our family and so Thank you guys for going on this journey with us. Thank you for loving our family. Thank you for celebrating this new life with us. Y'all have been so um, just supportive in anything and everything that we've done. And we can't wait to continue to share this blessing with you all. Thank you. You want to say, let's say the yes, blessing? Yes, all yes, right. yes. Yeah, will bless us and keep us. Yeah, will make your face to shine upon us and be gracious unto us. Yeah, will lift up your countenance upon us and bring us shalom, a deep supernatural peace that surpasses all understanding. Thank you, God, for this life. We That's love right. you guys. Thank you so much, God. We love you guys. Blessings on your day.